0: I had this entire show open, mapped out, in order, mm. ready to hit you with some random questions, which we'll get to. Don't worry. We're yeah. going to get to those. Kev. But prior to that, in in getting ready for the podcast, <laughs> I showered. Yeah. And because I always want to look good, I shaved. Yeah, that was a mistake. I can, t- and I can tell. And upon shaving, which nobody else can see right now, but <laughs> eventually they will see, I nicked myself. Yeah. I gave myself a little nick, and here's the worst problem. It's in the corner, the left hand corner of my mouth. Yeah. It is the size of a pinprick. Yeah, it's nothing. It might as well be a stuck a stuck pig. A the stuck- thing won't stop bleeding.
1: It doesn't look like it's bleeding right now. That's
0: because I've had this this and 13 other small pieces of tissue pressed against it, to the mm. likes of which should stop the Hoover dam. But this One small pinprick of a nick. Pinprick of a nick. That'd be a great podcast name. It would be. Pinprick of a nick won't stop. I have lost a gallon of blood, both (laughs) in tissue and in my mouth.
1: Okay. Is this where you think you have cancer and diabetes? No.
0: I just think, what's the, what's the, uh, am I on blood thinners that I don't know about? No, I think here's the trick.
1: First of all, I think like... Facial things bleed. I think we must have a lot
0: going on there. For sure.
1: But I'm not a medical person. Like, I, I keep
0: know? dabbing it, not in the cool dab way. I just right. keep dabbing it and I still see elements of it. Like, it's no- still there. Right. No, but again, nobody should trust what I
1: say. But I think what you have to do is apply pressure.
0: Oh, I'm applying pressure, baby. So you were letting it sit there by itself. Well, Okay. So there's twofold here. There's recording a podcast that sounds yeah. good and recording a podcast with the most current content. Yeah. And the most current content is my bloody face close to my mouth. Okay, it's not so a if I'm going face. to apply it, it's going to sound a little weird to the listening audience.
1: Okay. And it's
0: going to look weird when we cut this video.
1: Right now, he's sitting there. I mean, like, if you don't watch it, he's sitting there with, I'm assuming it's a piece of toilet paper. Oh, it is. Yeah, <laughs> On the tip of his finger, yeah. pressing the corner of his... Would be his left hand. I said that. Oh,
0: I did see some blood on there. Yeah. No, there's blood everywhere.
1: There is not blood
0: everywhere. This is the fourth one that I've used. The other ones are soaked through. (laughs) The other ones look like I went 12 rounds with Rocky Balboa.
1: Oh my God, Kevin.
0: Okay, perfect segue. Speaking of blood. Yes. Do you know what movie premiered this week that would be nostalgic for everybody who grew up in the... Late 90s, early 2000s.
1: Does it have something to do
0: with blood? Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: is it some kind of scream movie or something like that?
0: Think more documentary.
1: A documentary movie.
0: Think more documentary.
1: Mm.
0: Not exactly documentary. Blair Witch. Oh, no, heavens, oh, that movie was trash. The Jackass Forever movie. Oh no,
1: I heard that. Yeah. Okay, I had my. I was at Sam's Club. Yeah. And I had my uh, AirPods on, listening to NPR. Twenty-three million dollars on the opening day.
0: That movie, for everybody who grew up in the '90s, is the definition of nostalgia. Meaning, we all remember our parents, you, Deb. Yes. Looking at us and saying, "Under no circumstances can you watch this show."
1: And under no circumstances can you do any of the things that they're doing if you watch it at somebody else's house without my permission.
0: That show was every I was I don't know about girls. I don't know that Jackass really resonated with girls growing up mm-hmm. in the 90s. Every male? Yeah. Did something Jackass related
1: because he is an idiot that lives inside of him.
0: For sure. I call that testosterone. Oh, okay. Okay. And I so mean,
1: are those guys alive, the original guys?
0: Phenomenal question, Deb. They all are minus Ryan Dunn, RIP, who had a, uh, what's the thing where you, like, you have to do stuff that's dangerous, like a thrill-seeking oh, adrenaline have, rush.
1: Like, like you need to do it. Yeah. You have a
0: compulsion. He would, he would buy high-end, super expensive, fast cars because they had millions of dollars and he would drive them on city streets. 100 miles an hour, all the time.
1: That doesn't seem safe. And he
0: ended up crashing one, taking a turn far too fast, and the car disintegrated. Like, there was no chance he was ever coming out of that alive. But surprisingly, of all the original Jackass crew, he's the only one who has passed away. I'm going to get into a bunch of other- How would
1: I remember him,
0: specifically? Redhead, redbeard.
1: Is he the one that his mom was in it a lot? That,
0: he was Bam's best friend.
1: Oh, Bam. That's the one i Now, here's up. the thing. Yeah. Bam
0: Margera was not in this iteration because Bam Margera has a horrible substance abuse problem, oh. and he couldn't be relied on to actually mm. show up and film when he needed to film. So they took Bam, who is a cornerstone
1: yeah, of Jackass, sure.
0: and they said, I'm sorry, dude, you can't be a part of it. Here's what's crazy. Here are the ages of all these people. First and foremost- Johnny Knoxville's fifty.
1: Of course he is. I 50. saw him. I saw him interviewed somewhere, and I thought he doesn't look that great. Fifty. Yeah.
0: Bam Margera again, who's not a part of it. Forty-two. Steve O, who I think oh, we're all Steve-o. surprised is still alive.
1: It's amazing.
0: Forty-seven. Is
1: he still sober? I think so. Yeah. So that's probably what has saved Steve O from all uh, of
0: this. Chris Pontius, he was kind of a good-looking. He wore the thong a lot. Don't know if that resonates oh, yeah, with yeah. you. Yeah. 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 Also forty-seven. Wee Man, the the small person. Yep, yep, yep. 48. Preston Lacey, the overweight gentleman who wore a diaper a lot. Oh, yeah. 52. Oh, my God. Uh, and Dave, now
1: he might really be needing to wear the diaper.
0: For sure. Yeah. Uh, Dave England, a very unattractive blonde guy who uh, pooped in a toilet in public. He's fifty-two. I don't remember him. Um, I'm trying to think of who else would I'm be on here.
1: Glad that I don't remember that incident either. Now that I think
0: about it, I think the rest wouldn't resonate with anybody besides Jeff Tremaine, who who originated this whole show, and then he went on to do Wild Boys, and then he went on to do all the projects with Bam Margera, and then he did the Nitro Circus. He's fifty-five. It's insane that these guys are still doing what they're doing at this age. Not just because it's you know physical. But like we said, they're still alive to do it.
1: They're still alive. So here's, because um, those guys, it started out as friends. I mean, that's how they found each other. I it mean,
0: started out with Bam Marger and his crew literally filming on VHS tapes, skateboarding okay. stuff, and then just the dumb stuff that teenagers do, yeah, right? the and, crazy backyard mm-hmm. stuff. And yep. they put out their own videos and they put out their own DVDs. And then that got picked up by Jeff Tremaine, who was like, oh my gosh, this, there's something here. And then, of course, the 90s was a wild scene right. on MTV. Right. And they said, well, we need somebody that we can like put into this and we need somebody who can kind of be the figurehead because those guys were just so far out of the norm. Right. And then, so they brought in Johnny Knoxville and Johnny Mm. Knoxville was kind of the face of it, even though he wasn't the impetus for it. And then they literally found Steve-O. He was like a carny. He was a full fledged carny who would do anything.
1: Like, here's the thing. Like those guys must feel like they're a hundred years old. The stuff they've done to Uh, themselves.
0: If, if they're whatever their age is, I have so yeah. like Johnny Knoxville's body is probably more like a seventy-five year old's
1: for sure. So, uh, have you seen any
0: trailers, any clips, any anything? Seen the trailers; they all yeah. look old, but yeah. it's still to me. I'm clearly older, older as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, I I I forgot that it was premiering this weekend. Had I known, I would have gone. Yeah, I would have been first person in the theater. But that just means I'm going to go see it later. I just can't, I I literally can't believe that these guys made another movie. And it's some of the best bottom-of-the-barrel, just slapstick comedy that has ever existed, and I love it. So here's the real question. Okay. Okay. So whether it was true or not,
1: certainly with Bam, it was true. But whether it was true or not, we believed they did just stupid, crazy crap. Yep. And that literally they hurt themselves. Yep. They risked like bodily harm. Yep. I mean, like that it could be very bad, right? Correct. That was part of the, I mean, I want to say the risk was also part of the humor.
0: Of course. You couldn't believe what they were doing. And then most of them were doing it while laughing.
1: So if you're 50 or 52 right now, and they tell you to fall off that building or, you know, whatever stupid thing they're going to do, because that cardboard box is going to catch you and it'll all be fine. Don't you think like now there's a mattress under the cardboard box?
0: I think they look at it and they go like, how much are you paying me? And how much am I getting on the back end? Great. Let's do it. Really? For sure. I think these guys are just wired differently. But that made me think. You would not let me watch that show. I sneakily watched that show.
1: Did I really say you couldn't watch it? You have these memories of me being really, really crazy strict. And I was so reasonable. I was so...
0: Reasonably. Not with television, which is probably why I have this huge attraction to television and movies, because you were pretty firm on what I could and couldn't watch.
1: I feel like I let you watch TV all the time.
0: Let's, let's put that to the test, okay? because I have a list of okay. 90s era TV shows okay. that premiered on MTV, all right. and you're going to tell me whether or not you would have let me watch them. And okay. I'm going to let you know whether or not you let me watch okay, them. Okay, go ahead. I've, I've stacked the deck. Number one, <laughs> All right. The Tom Green Show. No. Hard no.
1: It was a hard no at the time.
0: Tom, you, you described Tom Green to me and why you wouldn't have let me watch him. Well, Tom
1: Green is kind of this, at that time, skinny, nerdy, kind of weird guy. Yep, And he from ju- Canada. From Canada. And he just had such, I'm going to say, out there ideas. Yep. Philosophically, he rambled anywhere. And I felt like... I didn't need that influencing my already. Here's the thing, Kev. I kept you normal for a while. That's what happened. You tried to. Because I knew you had the potential just to go, do you know what I mean? I
0: wish you would have let me be weird.
1: And so I just thought, okay, you only have influence over him this period of time. Yep. Hold on and see if you can like keep him, not on the straight and narrow, still interesting within sight of the path but within sight of the path for sure so tom green would have been a no here's
0: how here's how the tom green show is uh described the tom green show featured sketches stunts and songs like the bum bum song which was an instant number one hit and this is going to take everybody who's 90s on Total Request Live with Carson Daly. Here's the problem with the Bum Bum song, okay? Yeah. Not really anything. My bum is on a plant. My bum is on a plant. There you Look go, right at there. Me, my bum later, is on a plant.
1: Here's the thing. That Bum Bum song in my mind, I can see Father Chuck. I can see Brother Xavier. Xavier. Who was Brother Philip? Yeah. Oh my God. And Miss. Uh, Dominiani. Oh my God, I would have destroyed their lives. Their lives would have been destroyed. Here's
0: what I want everybody to remember. She said I couldn't watch it. Twenty years later, I can still quote the song. Who won that battle? Yeah, who
1: won? Well, you won all the battles because you did have friends. That's true. And you did go other places. And I wasn't in the house all the time. And we didn't have any kind of monitor on the TV. All right. Here's so another I one. Trusted you.
0: Road rules. You shouldn't have ever trusted me. That was your first okay, mistake. Okay. Here's the thing with road rules. Because um, road. What. What. And this is the same for Mm -hmm. Road Road Rules or Real World. Mm -hmm. It took people at the time who were like in their early to early twenties to like mid thirties. Real World was just taking people to live in a house, right? But it got very volatile before they were just like, "Oh, let's just put a bunch of sexy people in the house." Yeah. And Road Rules was the same way. They just said, "Let's take the real world. We'll put them in an RV, and then we'll have them go do uh, challenges along the way," which was. Amazing race before it was amazing race.
1: If you go back to the original real real road rules, if you go back to the very original, I like the idea of it, that we were taking these young, mostly 20-somethings, I think. Everybody
0: was probably drinking age, right? Oh, yeah. I Yeah. I mean, some of them weren't. Like, I think the Seattle crew- Were really young. I think one of them wasn't legal age.
1: Okay. So- and and just to see how they navigate the world, yeah. I thought it was pretty interesting. I think some of that we even watched together, right? Yep. The Seattle one, I can remember a particular scene from Seattle because we knew the place that they um, filmed it. On right? the pier. On the pier. But um, I'm going to say within a few years, it turned. It got more dramatic
0: and more trashy. Just,
1: it got more, um, exactly. And then, you know, but at that point, I'd already let you watch it. I would probably let you continue.
0: What about uh, Love Line with Adam Carolla and uh, Dr. Drew?
1: Oh, yeah. That uh, probably, I mean, I don't think I would have said no. Were you interested in that? It's
0: pretty sexual.
1: Is it? Yeah. I probably would have I mean, there's it it just go. people
0: calling in talking about, you know, because there was anonymity. So you would just yeah. see Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew and they would talk about, There's, you know, sexual escapades or drugs or issues with their family. To be fair, I didn't really watch it because I didn't really care because that stuff was way over my head. And I was more interested in guys getting hit in the testicles and laughing about that. So
1: it it didn't seem to me like that was something I needed to worry about. I think I would have felt a little bit. I'm not saying that I would have felt this way today. I would have been a little bit worried about Adam Carolla's answers, to be honest, Fair. right? I would have felt like maybe Dr. Drew was the voice of
0: reason For sure. at that
1: time. And I think at that time, he would have been a voice of reason. I think it got a little weird later, but you know.
0: This is the one that everybody's going to be like, Kevin, come on. Beavis and Butthead.
1: <sighs> I tried to know Beavis and Butthead. I tried hard.
0: That show, that show to me is like, the definition of the 90s.
1: Here is the thing. You are super creative. And all we need to do is give you a morsel. Huh. A morsel. Huh. And you will take it and run like a crazy person. I am
0: Cornholio. I need some teepee for my bottle.
1: <laughs> See, there we go. All of that stuff would have been at school all day long. And it probably was. It was.
0: I I don't know. I mean, so the weird thing with Beavis— I don't
1: remember you watching it here very much.
0: No. The weird thing with Beavis and Butthead was they primarily just watched music videos, and it was commentary on the music videos. Rarely did they actually have a script. I mean, there was was a storyline with the show, but it was very few and far between that it was anything big. So when I watched it, I was like, this is dumb. I don't know that I get it. But then I would listen to kids in my class quote it. And I thought that was the funniest thing in the world. Listening to other people quote a right, show that yeah. I didn't get, yeah. thought it was the funniest thing in the world.
1: And don't they kind of look like the boss on The Simpto- on the Simpsons? Who's the boss?
0: Mr. Burns? Yeah. Uh, well, they just have like sharp noses.
1: Well, and Mr. Burns is kind of like that.
0: Yeah, but yeah. they don't, like in no, no. other way. No. No, okay. they look like guys named Beavis and Butthead. Okay. Do you know which one was Beavis and which one was Butthead? I have no idea. One's blonde, one's brunette. Just take a wild shot. Which Blond. one's Butthead?
1: Butthead is the blonde.
0: Sorry, that was wrong. Oh, well. Last one. And this one actually hits us close to home. Celebrity death Match. Do you remember that one? Celebrity death Match. It was the Claymation. The they would take oh, celebrities yeah, 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 yeah. and they would act like it was yeah. a real wrestling yeah. match. I would have let you watch that. That was just stupid. That's a lie. Cause it was violent.
1: Yeah, but under I, the I, guides of claimation. Yeah.
0: Now Deb, bonus point for you for being a cool mom if you can get it right. Okay. Who was the referee of Celebrity Deathmatch?
1: Oh, I don't know, Hulk Hogan. No, nope. no, I don't know.
0: Think local.
1: Oh, Mills.
0: Mills who? Mills Lane. That's right. Let's get it on. Let's start the podcast.
1: Yep. Yep. Welcome to the Deb and Kev podcast. One is a Harvard Business School alum. The other is her son, discussing business, pop culture, family, and everything in between. Now here are
0: your hosts, Deb and Kev. Hey, hi, hello, and welcome to the Deb and Kev podcast. Sitting right there with her teased hair, blue eyeliner, and oversized Esprit sweatshirt. It's our podcast's downtown Julie Brown. It's my mom, Deb. I'm Deb. And like B-level celebrity Dan Cortez playing in the rock and Jock Jam, I'm her son Kev, and this is our podcast. On today's show, in her business segment, Deb is going to chit-chat with us about luck being a part of your profession, and this or that will tell you which this and which that is best when you get into some Would You Rather with us, and like a brand new bouncing baby boy, we'll swaddle this episode up by telling you, did I say swaddle? You said swaddle. I thought I said swaddle. No, you said swaddle. Dang it, I said it right. We'll swaddle this episode up by telling you what's for dinner and what we're thankful for. But first, hand up. uh, Last Thursday.
1: Oh, am I supposed to put
0: my hand up? Oh, you can keep your hand up. Oh, okay. Question? No. (laughs) Put that hand up. Okay. (laughs) Last Thursday, when we were doing our Olympic Mm -hmm, episode, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I gave us two... Non-American athletes to watch.
1: Yeah. One is from Norway. Correct. And one is from, oh gosh, where was the second one from? Uh, You've
0: been there. You like their mountains and their water. Italy. Correct. Yeah. The Nor- Norwegian's name was Ole Einar Björndendalen. Right? I think it, we said Oli. not Oli. Ole. Ole Einar Björndendalen. Yeah.
1: And Good then there was, that,
0: thank you, Armin Ziegler. Yeah. Deb, hand up. When I looked up those guys... Yeah to make sure that we could pick non-Americans to cheer for. I didn't do my journalistic duties. Oh, no. Have you said something false on the podcast? And sourced the article? Yeah. Because the article uh, may have been from
1: 2014. (laughs) Oh, Kevin. Oh, my God. We just gave two guys that have been retired for like eight years a big shout out. We
0: sure did. And Mm. Oh, he's
1: happy in Norway. He's happy.
0: To be fair, those guys probably saw all of their digital exposure increase after they got the anointing from the Deb and Kev podcast, right? For sure. Both of them are retired.
1: Of course they are. Neither
0: one of them are participating in the 2022 Olympic Games. I found that out by trying to be top of mind and being like, okay, let me try to find Oli and let me try to find Armin. Couldn't find anything. Just kept referencing me back to like 2018, 2017. I was like, this is weird because they're not athletes anymore. But here's who I found. All right. These are... Are the non American athletes that the devin Kev podcast is firmly behind, okay. and one of them it's gonna be a nice one okay okay, good here's the first one, and we actually watched this athlete uh perform yesterday, okay Camila Olva, the Russian figure skater
1: here's the deal un I am freaking r- real if it, someone hasn't watched her watch her now listen, do I wanna cheer for this? fake Russian country, whatever it's called. Don't like it the,
0: the uh, Olympic Russian committee.
1: Yeah, completely ridiculous. And they shouldn't be there because they shouldn't be there. But right. this girl should be there. Yeah. This girl should be there. The United States should go kidnap her right now and yep. offer her complete asylum and give her whatever she wants. Yep, She is amazing. I'm totally cheering for her. I don't care who else. From America, scraps at her little skate heels. I am cheering for her. The
0: thing that made it interesting was, A, the uh, American figure skater went before her and fell three separate times. So that wasn't great. Yeah. And then not only is she from Russia, which we're not big fans of Russia right now because of all the things that are happening in the Ukraine.
1: We are not fans of Russia right now. But
0: she's 15. So it's really interesting. Kevin and I were talking. And I'm saying, hold on, let me clarify. She's 15, which makes it impressive for no other reason. There is no other hidden agenda. She's 15 and she's impressive for a 15-year-old.
1: She's she's impressive for a 25-year-old.
0: And it would be cooler if she was 25, but she's 15.
1: She's 15. So she, we watched several of the skaters. Yep. I want to say, first of all, her routine was amazing.
0: Flawless. For for everything that I know about figure skating, flawless.
1: Absolutely Flawless. Her body, she she appears, of course, we don't know how tall they are. She appears to be tall.
0: Which we know she's
1: not. I, I'm sure she's not, but there is a length on her. Yeah. And her arms are long and her legs are long. So every little move she makes is extended to the max, yep. which just makes it the most beautiful performance.
0: Five foot three.
1: What? Yeah. Oh my god. I feel like she's five ten. Honestly, watching. She the it.
0: way she performs because she looks long. Because she she's really so long. thin, she looks yeah. long.
1: Here's the other thing about her though. She's fifteen. Yep. This girl has the facial expressions of somebody that totally understands the passion of the music. Yep. And totally I mean, she is amazing. In fact, the the whoever was on then and it wasn't the Americans that we're used to, the um Announcers? announcers
0: no th- it's who we're used to it's was it uh, Tara Weir? Lipinski and Johnny Weir?
1: they were kind of speechless she was so good yep they almost had nothing to say except wasn't she fabulous like oh my god I She's mean they, amazing.
0: at 15 they called her a generational talent and even though I don't watch figure skating but for every four years yeah. I am I am apt to agree that she blew everybody yeah. out of the water because she was performing in the team skate so I think there's an individual female, an individual male, and then a couples performers, and then there's the ice dancers. So that I think there's four legs. She's part of a team of, yeah, yeah. of the team, and she was the individual female. And that that what they said is clearly she's going to anchor the team yeah. competition. And when it comes to her individual performances, she's going to thrash.
1: She was something everybody. like
0: fifteen points ahead of yeah. the next of number two. It was demolished. Wild. Yeah. K a m i l a space v a l i e v a Google her, watch her, mm. set up must-views. It's truly, yeah. truly unbelievable. Yeah. And the last one, so remember, we picked two 40-year-old men that don't compete that anymore. Don't compete anymore. Okay. Mistake now, on Kev's part. We're picking two women. Oh,
1: nice. Who well, are that's very 2022.
0: Still in their teens. Okay. Who's and the, the other one? The second one is shout out my gar, my guy, Armin Ziegler. It's his daughter. Nina oh, Ziegler.
1: Wow. Okay. Coach, I like that. Coached I like by.
0: That. Her dad.
1: Oh, yeah. There you go. So Armin is still around.
0: Armin, still around. Relevant. Still coaching his daughter. She is in the women's single luge, taking after her father, who was in the men's single luge.
1: And how old is she?
0: I think she's 19. Oh, okay. Perfect. 15-year-old, 19-year-old, mm. female, female, one of them coached by our fake athlete that we supported. So so we can still support him indirectly. Yes.
1: Um. So... The future is female and the it is very bright. It
0: is female and it's not American, apparently. Other news that happened that concerns both of us. Mm. And this podcast. Did you see that Wordle sold? The creator of Wordle, which was one man, yep. sold it to the New York Times, yep. and the New York Times says they sold he sold it for a low seven figures. Yeah. Here's what's going to blow you away. He sold it for a low seven figures. He started it November 1st.
1: Yeah. No, I I saw, um, I think I was on a trip when I actually saw that he sold Wordle, and I, I I thought I told you, but I said it to a bunch of people, oh my God, It's a, the New York Times already bought it. Yep. Like, But the New York Times,
0: what a good place to sell it to, honestly. Well, in theory, if you're the one selling it, could be bad for us if they put it behind their paywall and charge us five bucks a month to well, play it.
1: It could be, but Will Shorts is at the New York Times. What does that mean? Well, he's the crossword puzzle guy and all of that.
0: Don't you He's have the to... guy
1: that's on NPR. He's the guy that's on NPR that does the, you know, where you call. Yeah. You, you get to the call. The Sunday morning conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But don't you have to pay for the crossword puzzle?
1: No, it's at the Sunday Times. Well, if you or get Monday the times. physical copy. Right. Oh, right. I bet it. Right. Yeah, there's no such thing as a oh, physical yeah, yeah. Wordle there's, copy. Well, oh.
0: Yeah, see? See where your brain just went? Thinking that you're going to have to pay for Wordle?
1: I don't want to pay for Wordle.
0: Nobody wants to pay for Wordle, Deb. That's the issue. It's
1: only one word. Come on, a day.
0: Here's why this story is great. Do you know the guy's name who created Wordle?
1: No, but have you done your Wordle today? I Of course I did. How, how many times did it take you?
0: Three. Three? Yeah. That's really good. Because that's skill, baby. Alyssa got hers in three, too. Yeah. It took
1: me five.
0: Yeah, well, you're I was, just not as skilled as I am.
1: I was like, skips.
0: Nope. Yeah, no. No, I got it. Uh, Do you know what his name is? This is why I love it. His name is Josh Wardle, W-A-R-D-L-E.
1: I love that.
0: And he created this because he and his partner did the New York Times crossword puzzles every single morning.
1: We love those people.
0: And then they did some other iteration of it where like there's puzzles within having to solve the word. So it's like, you know, the depths of which people like dad would do it. Yeah. And he said he made this website specifically for his partner so that she could have something other than the crossword puzzle to do. He just made it for his partner. Oh my God. He made it for his partner. He kept it closed for a while. She ended up telling enough people like in their friend group, they're like, oh my gosh, that'd be so much fun. Can we, can we give that a go? The first day he opened it up, 10 people played because they were all just friends and family, right? right? Within 90 days, 300,000 people had been playing and, uh, in the middle of January, it was over 10 million people who were playing Wordle.
1: Well, I can remember uh, being confused that it wasn't an app. Yeah. How is it not an app?
0: Well, here's another cool story about that. So because, I mean, he, because you can just buy a domain, right? right? He bought the domain, and so many people started to figure, well, this is 2022. There's got to be an app for it. There was another developer who had created an app called Wordle that was nothing about mm-hmm. what he had created, what Josh had created. And he had charged for it up front. It was like, you know, 99 cents. And he realized that once World got popular, his app was being downloaded. And unintentionally, he was um not snowing people, but, right, right. but people were mistakenly downloading. It this wasn't thing. legitimate. They ended up he ended up reaching out to Josh and he said, Hey, a lot of people have downloaded this app in by mistake. Is there something that we can do? And uh, Josh said, well, why don't we just take all the money that people have paid you and we just donate it? And they ended up donating like $52,000 to a charity. Oh
1: my gosh, Josh. Right? Josh. Don't we love
0: Josh? So here's the question. If if Wordle ever goes behind the New York Mm -hmm. Times paywall, Mm -hmm. we're going to be furious. Yeah, But there are alternatives to Wordle. Mm -hmm. This has sprung a thousand different iterations. There's ones you can do all day long. Yeah. So let's see if you would play any of these. Okay, Deb, I'm going to ask you if you will play any of these if by some chance Wordle goes away. Absurdal. It's been called Wordle's evil twin and with good reason. While in Wordle, you have to guess one predetermined five-letter word in Absurdal, the final word is not fixed and you get an unlimited number of tries instead of the original game's six. In Absurdal, as you play, the final word changes based on the letters you select. So the entire game is to make it difficult on you. So if you if you do what I do and you put in the word lines to start, you're not going to get an L, you're not going to get an I, you're not going to get an N, an E or an S. Yeah, I'm not going to play that game. Okay, Deb is out on Absurdo. How about Primal? This one is for all the math lovers out there. Primal is is almost exactly like Wordle, except that instead of a five-letter word, you have to guess a five-figure prime number.
1: Okay, it's not almost exactly like (sighs) Wordle, okay? Because there are actually no words involved. That's true. No, I'm out. She's
0: out on that. How about Dordle? Wordle okay, is nothing but two Wordle games played side by side using the same keyboard. Yes, it's evil. You have to figure out both words by inputting the same five-letter word on both sides of the game, and as you and as it's seen in this image, the one that's on the left may be easier than the one that's on the right. So you're putting in the same word each time, but then you're getting the yellow boxes, you're getting the green boxes, and they're different on each side. So you're having to do double duty. No. She's out on Dordle. How about Eldro? Eldro is Wordle, spelled backwards, and that's the basis of the game. You got to find the word spelled backwards.
1: Absolutely not. She's
0: out on Eldro, and then there's Cross Wordle. The developers describe it as Sudoku meets Wordle. Crosswordle is timed and is effectively reverse wordle on hard mode. We give you the final word and colored tiles. You have to try and fill in the grid with the guesses.
1: No. So here's the thing about wordle that I love.
0: She hates them all. Okay. It's one word. I have one. I've got one more for you. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Swirtle. Swirtle. It's the urban dictionary version of wordle. Like its name suggests, players have to guess swear words instead.
1: Oh, well there that, might that be fun. I knew you'd like okay. that one. Yeah, that might be fun. Um I'm not going to lie, that one could be a good time. Here's the thing that I love. I don't it's and it's the the simplicity of it, right? Yep. It's one word a day. I mean, you don't have to worry when you did it, you did it. And I love that the entire
0: world we're all doing the same word. We're all doing the same word. And what we're doing is we're sharing it with our friends. It's a Without touch giving point. It away. It's a touch point with your community.
1: Yes. So you get to see in its little pieces of community yep. that grows. And so you get to see like today, um, Alyssa did it in three as well. And we yeah. were all like, oh my God, that's so good. Right. Yeah. Um,
0: you know, I was five again. Yeah. Well, but you hey, know, a lot of people st- st- struggle with the double letters.
1: I have the d- double letters are just tricky yep. is what it is. I also, um, but I have a hundred percent. I've gotten every word, as you should. Okay,
0: I mean, come on. I don't. What, what are you looking for? An applause?
1: No. Well, there you go. A little bit. Um, <laughs> I like a little bit of recognition
0: there. there you go. Not a lot. Not a lot. Um,
1: but Wordle, I love that. So I don't want. I know there are sites where you can just kind of practice Wordle type stuff all day long.
0: My favorite I don't one. Do that. My favorite one is the 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 app where it's all the former. Wordle words. Mm-hmm. So I joined just before it reached two hundred. So there's a hundred and ninety eight words for me to go practice, and they do it randomly. Like they can just assign you a random yeah. game. So that's fun. A because you can just do Wordle, right. but B because you now kind of learn what words will not be a part moving forward.
1: You know, I've
0: tried. Are you counting on your fingers right now? She yeah. went quiet. And I was like, yeah. is she having a Rain Man moment? No, and she's I, counting on her fingers. What
1: I was counting was,
0: do you really start with lines every day? Is that your word? Um, I'll try to change it up. But, here, but here's where my, this is uh, this is a perfect insight to how I think. Okay, I've done lines three days in a row, yeah. right? Guesses, not drugs. I've right. done lines three days in a row. Yeah. And then I'm like, am I really going to do it on the fourth day? And I go, but that's going to be the day that it's going to be, be the there. day. It'll be there. And it'll so be lines. it's almost no, no, no. impossible to get me off of it.
1: Well, here's the thing that I said. Somebody said, do you use the same word all the time? And I said, the problem with doing that is you can never back off that word. It's true. Because what, it, I mean, you would have missed your one yeah. that you would have gotten it. Um, no, you said lines and my brain went. S-E-N-I-L-E, senile, but it's six. It's true. I mean, but you start doing weird stuff like that,
0: right? They, they, I've, I've, okay, now I've obviously taken this fun game a little further and I've done some research on like the appropriate words to start with in the letters. They say, if you start with a word that has the letter E in it, you in theory divide the remaining words in half. So there's like, uh. 13,000 words or something that are applicable? So I've used a do, A-D-E-I-A-D-I-E-U. Why would you do that? Because there's
1: three vowels in it. Wh-
0: and? I mean, it's going to get me something. But listen, let me finish this point. Okay. If you start with E, you cut it in half, meaning half of the words no longer apply. Okay. If you if you use the it letter needs, E.
1: It has to start with E or just an E in just it? Just
0: E in it. And okay. And then the remaining words have an E in it. So you cut the entire probability by 50% if oh, you use the idea. letter E. And then there's just a ton of other mathematics behind it. But that's why I will always start with something that has E in it.
1: So one of my other words is arise. Okay. I feel like that's good. I feel like
0: it's too many vowels.
1: I feel like we've got three vowels, but then R and S are good.
0: R and S are good, but I think you're doing too many vowels. I think you can only start with a max of two. Really? Yeah. I don't know that I've seen a word that has more than two vowels in it.
1: Yeah. It'll be interesting when we get to some Q
0: words. Uh, the first word I ever had was query, Q-U-E-R-Y. Really? And I thought, this game is stupid. <laughs> this is the dumbest <laughs> How long game. How did it take you to get it? I didn't get it because oh, I didn't, didn't understand it. the game. I didn't uh, understand the colors at first. And then I thought, mm-hmm. what dumb game is going to start with a Q? Turns out that was the day I started. Well,
1: okay. And today, this was interesting with the L. Like, I, I forget what word it was, but I grabbed a word that would have had like another S in it, mm-hmm. like a plural. Yeah, And I was like, can there be another S? Would my S have counted for two S's? You kind of screw with yourself a little bit, you know? And then I was like, no, that block has its own letter. If you only put one S in, you only have one S, there could be another S,
0: right? I went lines, I went slick, and then I went skill.
1: Here's another thing that I thought about doing, and I've done this only once because I felt like it was a waste, but I don't know that it would be a waste, okay? So let's say... That you had a word, let's say arise, A-R-I-S-E. Okay. For the sake of discussion, let's say the A and the E. I got the A and the E. Yeah. What if I just do a totally different word the second time? Don't use the A and the E just to
0: spit out some good
1: letters. Well,
0: oh, you're just you're just taking a shot knowing you're gonna be wrong.
1: You know you're gonna be wrong. Absolutely, but it might give you.
0: No. No way. No I don't way. see the reason yeah. The reason behind that. That doesn't make any sense. But it could
1: give you all the consonants that you needed. But I mean, so could the all. A and the E. Well, that's true too.
0: You overthought that one. I
1: overthought that one. Spe- I mean, this is what happens.
0: This is what happens. Speaking of words, Deb says a lot of them, and she says them primarily in her business segment. And in her business segment today, just like Wordle, we're going to talk about how much luck has to do with you and your profession, and if you should lean on it, If you should love it, if you should list it, if you should do all the things, I got stuck in the TLC Mm -hmm. bubble right there. Talk to us about luck in the workplace as it relates to the individual.
1: So lately I've been having this conversation about, you know, kind of good luck, bad luck. Uh So do you think you're a lucky person? I think, yeah, well, luck, that's a hard one. to. I mean, totality
0: of your life. Do you think you're a lucky person? I do. So do I. You think you're lucky? Yep.
1: Do you think I'm lucky? I do. Yeah. Yeah.
0: My argument would be, I think we make our luck. I think we put ourselves yeah. in the positions to where, you know, that the dice can fall favorably in, yeah. in, towards us. Um, so I'm a firm believer that you can control what you can control and then life will happen good, bad or in between. But I believe that we set ourselves up to be lucky. Conversely, I think there are a ton of other people. By the way, they set themselves up. Very unlucky.
1: Very unlucky. So I do think luck plays into it, but I kind of want to talk a little bit about that, like how we're defining it. Totally. So like if somebody were to say to me, this is like my worst thing in the world, hated it even more when I was younger, okay? Now I kind of, I mean, I can see the point of it, but still not a lover of this. If somebody said, hey, you got to go to this thing, it'll be a great networking event. Hate that. I, can, I don't want to go. Nope. And if, if they labeled it that way, I'm not going. Yep. And if the whole purpose of it was to network, I am not going. Count me out. Yeah. Okay. Now, having said that, I can remember saying to you when you were young, honey, whatever dreams you have, whatever fantasies you have about what it is you want to do, where it is you want to go, you've got to tell people. True. You've got to tell people. You've got to talk about them. So there is this piece where when it's called networking, I'm like, ugh, you know, it kind of grinds inside of me.
0: But is it because it's be is that because you believe that everybody's going to this thing with intent, as opposed to letting it organically happen? Meaning, everybody's going to kind of have um, some some defenses up, being like, well, we're all trying to get something from one another. Exactly. So how conducive is this really?
1: And it it would be like. It's like speed dating. Yeah. You're going to go and mostly it's not going to work. True. Right. I mean, and I think that's what I see those networking events at. Right. Yeah. Um, but having said that, I do think you got to get up and get out. You've got to be around other people. True. I think you've got to share the things you want to do, not just the things you currently do so that you're telling about yourself, but go outside the box and really do This is the one time in your life I would say be vulnerable with strangers because it's not going to make a difference and it might pay off. And so if you say to people like, hey, this is what I do, but this is what I'd really love to do, or I would, this is what I do. I think it might lead to that. That's what I'm hoping someday. I mean, first of all, you just might find people that you have stuff in common with. Where they go like, let's go for a beer. Let's go for a coffee. I mean, like something more develops in terms.
0: Might find a friend.
1: You might find a friend.
0: An adult friend. Nobody finds adult friends.
1: But an adult friend that later could say, hey, you know, I know, I heard. Yeah. What it is, is you're putting it out on the street for more people to look for you. This just happened with you and a friend. You texted me, you were somewhere and said, hey, I have a friend. She's looking to change. Where she works wants to do the same occupation. Do you know anybody very specific what she's looking for? And what she's asking. I said I know somebody. Yep. You know, and so I mean, she talked about it to you. You talked about it to me. Hopefully, we can get this girl an interview one day. Yeah. You know, in the industry, in the specific place that she wants. Um, so it is. I do think that's where luck plays into it. Mm-hmm. Not in the, there's no luck in the initial conversation. There's no luck that you showed up. However, when you hear the story afterwards, that your story went here and popped there and went there, and someone said, I know a guy, and then somebody else said, who's that guy you know? And somehow they connected you. Yeah, I mean, something that should have been six degrees of separation, maybe would have never happened and ended up only being one or two. That's luck. Got it. And that's kind of amazing.
0: True. Don't you agree? And the argument is, you set yourself up to receive that lucky connection by being friends with that person and taking a flyer on them.
1: Okay. The second thing is that I think there are so many people that look at their future prism or look at what's going on around them. I want to say through a filter of fear, like, Oh my God, what if I this? Yeah. Oh my God, what if I that? For sure. It's the same person that would have difficulty actually expressing what I just said to do, because it would be, I'm going to look silly. I'm going to look stupid. I'm going to look whatever it is. But that negative narrative that they have playing in their head.
0: Don't be a negative narrative, Nancy.
1: Don't be a negative narrative, Nancy, because here's the thing for you to say, Hey, listen, I mean, like one of the things I say when I interview people and in the beginning, this was hard for me to say because I wanted it to be authentic. But then I was like, well, who am I to say this? But I would ask this question. Pretend you're the interview, and then you thought
0: I'm Deb, goddamn Zener. No, I didn't think oh, that right okay. away.
1: So uh, you're an interview. I'm interviewing you. Okay. So I say, so Kev,
0: uh, can you call me? Um, can you call me Darren? <laughs> Darren, thank you. So Darren, that's my name. Yep, I'm
1: really happy you're here today. So I love my job. Okay. I'm a business coach and a consultant. Wow. And Ralph, I couldn't really, it fits me perfectly, okay? Nice. Love almost everything about it. Okay. However, Mm -hmm. if I could do anything on the planet, I mean, snap my fingers, wave a magic wand, and it would be done, Mm -hmm. I would be a TV chef. Wow. Yeah. Kind of Anthony Bourdain style, maybe a little bit in the kitchen, though he got out of the kitchen, but a lot of traveling and a lot of eating and a lot of talking about food. Okay. That would be my dream. Yeah. Okay. So, if you had a magic wand, if you could snap your fingers, what would be the thing you would do, Darren?
0: Who are you to ask me this question? Yeah,
1: okay, you don't get the opportunity. I'm okay. so sorry.
0: Um, what would Darren say real quick? Darren would look at you and Darren would say, I want to be a jet ski stuntman. I want to travel from Dubai to the Bellagio Fountain up To the great white north and perform death-defying tricks on my jet ski. So, Darren,
1: I love that. And let me tell you why. Here's the truth about that question. To the listening audience, I'm segwaying in and out here. But here's the truth about that particular question. And scene. It's a good question because you want people that dream. You want people that go, what if? Maybe. Like, you want people that look out there and think that life has the possibility to offer them more than what they're currently doing. Yeah, Those are usually people that are much more positive, much more productive. They're they're dreamers, so they think outside the box. All of that is good. If people can't answer that question, and I want to tell you, it is surprising. A ton can't. How many people can't. It is crazy Yeah. how many people can't. Literally, just, what do you want
0: to do? Anything in the world. Anything Whatever in the world. Whatever you want to do. Blank, blank stairs.
1: I had one guy say to me, I want to be a medic- Medicare biller. I said, no, you don't. And he kind of looked at me and he goes, yeah. And I go, this guy had this voice that sounded like he could sing opera when he, oh, cool. when he talked. Yeah. And I wanted to go. I'm mean, like,
0: I want to be a Medicare biller. That's
1: kind of how it was. The whole room sat there stunned. And I literally said, no, you don't. No, no, please. You don't.
0: Uh, Spoiler alert. That guy went home and killed himself after Deb interviewed him.
1: Well, I've said to people, hey. That's a joke, by the way. We'll circle back around. Yeah. You know, I'll give you think about it. We'll circle back around. They still, I got nothing, right? Yeah. But I will tell you, put this in your repertoire. Write this down. a interview questions. Because what ends up happening, number one, you need to be excited about your thing. You need to kind of light up when you say it. For sure. But people, you can be having an interview that's kind of like, mm-mm. And all of a sudden, you ask that, and they go, oh, my God, I would love to own a farm. Yeah. I would love to rescue dogs. Yep. I mean, and all of a sudden, their face lights up. You see the passion. And you found out something really unique about them. So this prism that we see, I mean, I think for people, when people have a filter of fear, I think it's very hard for luck to show its face. True. I think that it's almost like you put this wall of negativity up there, right? And I think luck is knocking on the door, but you don't hear it. You don't see it because I do think that we all have an opportunity.
0: For for what luck, is it, For luck to impact But us. what is that question indicative of? That question is indicative of the individual who has thought of their life and they have said, this is the thing that I have a skill set for that will pay my bills, right? But this isn't the thing that I'm necessarily passionate about. This isn't the thing that I get up in the morning and, you know, I sing with the birds about, but this is the thing that I'm good enough at that allows me the freedom to go do the things that I want to do. And what are the things that I want to do? be a death defying jet ski aerialist, right? Go. And that's indicative of a person who doesn't think just in one step. They think in two, three, or four steps. And lucky comes in the form of you understand, you understand yourself well enough to know where you should gravitate towards, mm-hmm. to where you understand yourself well enough to where you have a new job. And it turns out that these people overlap with the same kind of mentality that you have. So now you're working in a position that you like with people that you enjoy while simultaneously getting to pursue your, quote unquote, side hustle that makes you feel even better about going back to work to which one day you look at yourself and you say, aren't I lucky? So. Thank you.
1: I interviewed Thank you girl.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you guys.
1: I interviewed a girl six years ago and it was for a medical office thing. And we asked her that question and she said, I would love to be an interior decorator. Cool. And she really lit up when she did it. So I've kept tabs on her kind of know what's going on in her life. She is an artist. I mean, doing beautiful, beautiful art. She is selling her art. She's also still working a normal job. Her art is on Instagram. She sells it. I mean, rave reviews, she's redoing furniture that is just like ordinary furniture and unbelievable when she's done with it. And so, I mean, I love it. I love it to see that she took that thing that wasn't a thing right for her. And she's managed to wedge it into her life. So if four days a week, she's working at a normal job and then three days a week, she can commit to her art. I mean, luck will soon show its head. I mean, she's already been lucky in that she has that kind of time to do it, but luck will give her more opportunity. I believe that.
0: I agree with you. Luck is what you make of it. And it's good if you're aware of it because then that allows you to continue to pursue it both personally and professionally. And who doesn't want to be a lucky person?
1: So if you think that you're not lucky and there's a word like deserve in there somewhere, Take that off because everybody has the same potential to be lucky.
0: That's true. Write that down. Speaking of luck. Yes. Do you want to play? Would you rather? You're going to disagree with whatever I say. I have no idea how that has anything to do with luck. I guess I'm just a lucky guy where my opinion (laughs) is always right. Um, I have one question in here that I actually have a bunch of prompts queued up for in the mixer. Do you want to lead with that one? Let's go with that. Or do you want to end with that one? Would you rather lead with this one or would you rather Is end it gonna with it? Is it going to make me laugh? I have no idea. I just, I'm just excited to do it. Okay, let's lead with it. Let's debate whether or not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, here's what we're going to do. The very first one that I've queued up in okay. the mixer. Love the sound effects. Deborah. would you rather have Baby Shark stuck in your head oh, yeah. forever? Oh, no. Or the jingle from your least favorite commercial? So would you rather have...
1: That's did a lot. I'm not gonna
0: lie. Stuck in your head, or would forever. you have wait forever. forever, or the jingle from your least favorite commercial? I did homework on this. Okay. I googled people's least favorite commercial jingles. Mm-hmm. Now, to be fair, a bunch came back. Okay. I was floored by some of these. Okay, this is okay. in no particular order, but these are the top four most disliked. Okay. Okay. Good. Starting from Deb's era.
1: Clap on,
0: clap off. Oh, that would be awful.
1: Clap on, clap off. Clap on, clap off.
0: Yes or no? No. Okay, how about this one? And everybody knows this I, one.
1: I reserve the right to go back.
0: Okay. Give
1: me a break. Ooh. Give me a break. Oh, I kind like of like Kit Kat. Kit Kat Bar. Yeah, I, I can Give hold on to that. Let's Give keep me that in the remedy.
0: Kit Kat Bar. Okay. This one I don't know. I don't know that you know this one because I think this is regional. And I don't think we actually have this okay, out west. Okay, go ahead. 1877 cars for kids. K-A-R-S, cars for kids. Cars for kids? Yeah, it's 1877 cars for kids. Here it is. 1877 cars for kids.
1: I've got one for you, Kev. You know what our local version of that is? What's that? Three, 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 thirty, three, thirty-three. I know,
0: but are they in business anymore?
1: I don't know. It was the Taxi Cab
0: you Reno company, Sparks yeah. Cab is your company. company yeah. Couldn't find that yeah, jingle online. Exactly. But then this is the other one that's just more topical. Liberty, 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 liberty. Okay. Now, you can think of anything else, but these are the ones that would be stuck in your head as your least favorite jingle so- or... Hey i mean shark, doo, i feel like doo, doo, baby doo, doo, shark baby
1: you could shark. like move around the house too and have some fun with. for how long Not forever <laughs> okay so you know when you said jingle do you know what jingle came to my what's mind what's that winston tastes good like a cigarette oh my gosh should. boomer vibes I think it would go, a little clap
0: deb winston thought of the like cigarette commercial
1: cigarette should um
0: that could be stuck in your head.
1: I'm gonna go with the Kit Kat bar. I th- that for some reason that makes me happy.
0: No, no, no. You have to pick which one you hate. Because these these mm. are these are ones that other pick... people hated. Which is the one you hate more than any of them? Pick
1: the best of the. No,
0: you have to pick the mm. one you of the four that I picked. What's your least? Okay. Well, that car favorite? one I've never even heard. So that's weird. Okay. What was the fourth one again? Clap on. Oh no! Clap on. I, what was the fourth one? Liberty, 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 liberty. <sighs> lot of a lot of free plugs for these liberty, companies. Li- Liberty, liberty,
1: liberty, liberty, liberty. So Clap on the on. Clap on the baby shark,
0: baby shark,
1: so baby shark is forever. Or the what? The other jingle is what?
0: No, they're they're all stuck in your head forever.
1: Oh, I'm just picking forever. Like, one didn't get stuck for like...
0: No, no, they're all stuck in there. Six months or something? I think you pick Baby Shark because it's an actual song. I think you have... Could to you imagine Baby... if this was just in your head?
1: Clap on! Clap oh, God. Clap on, Kill me. No, all clap I could think on, of... Do you know if you're on hold, like on the phone, if you're on hold... Yeah. And the music is fat, like just a little jingle, something... It'll kill you. It yes. will kill you. Yes. And Baby Shark is a real song. Yes. So... <sighs> I mean, you'd get super sick
0: of it for sure. Baby shark, baby shark, yeah. Which one? Baby Shark. You got to choose Baby yeah, Shark. Baby it's shark. literally the yeah. only song. All these other ones, they're too... Could you imagine? Baby Just, Shark is never going away either. Liberty, oh,
1: Liberty, over and over. Liberty. Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. 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 Liberty.
0: You'd be, be insane awful. by Liberty, Thursday.
1: Liberty. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We've already lost half the listening yeah, audience to exactly. this. Exactly.
1: Don't do it again.
0: Next time we're making all of these companies Kevin, pay us. Kevin, what a
1: good job.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much. I have nothing else queued up in here. Yeah. Um, would you rather have to hunt for everything you eat okay, or eat only McDonald's for the rest of your life?
1: You mean I've got to go kill things and cut its neck? And-
0: yeah. Or do you got to live literally the Super Size Me documentary? Oh man, that's a terrible choice. I know, right. It is it is quite literally two opposite ends of the so spectrum. Here's when you say hunt, mm-hmm. I mean does that include forage? Are there yeah, not sure. berries? You have to go out into the world mm-hmm. and not dumpster dive, but go out into the wild yeah. and find your food. But
1: are there gardens available to me that I can go? No, that'd just... be called
0: gardening, not hunting, yeah. <laughs> fishing, catching, foraging. Yeah.
1: yeah. Here's the thing, I mean, what great shape you would be in. Yeah. I'm following this guy on Instagram now that lives like in like the Arctic area of Alaska and he's very, very like vegan minded mm-hmm. but he has to kill things to eat, right? I yeah. mean, um, and he's very spiritual about using every little piece of every little thing. But I mean, it's work. It's big for sure, work.
0: which is why he's probably in good shape and he's, appreciates everything that comes into his body,
1: which is that whole thing that they talk about that why we overeat. If we were out there hunting for our stuff, then the amount of food we consume would not be a problem. Correct. Okay. McDonald's. <laughs> it's
0: it's a billion percent McDonald's. McDonald's. You and I have talked about yeah. on this podcast how long we would live in the wild. Yeah. Not that long. We
1: couldn't live on Survivor with a full crew. Could you, you know?
0: fathom yeah, if for no. the rest of yeah. our lives, no. me, I no. have at least 100 years left to live. Yeah. Could you imagine <laughs> if I had to kill yeah. or forage or fish for, I would die. Well, first of all, I think you would have a hard time killing things. I would fish. I could fish hunting things. Too much.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I would What do you do? Like, do you go out in the fall? I mean, like in our winter, do you go, do you go out in the fall? And do you like, I mean, do we have refrigerators? In this I was going to say, what What's I love the the is the
0: idea that like you're in your business suit. Yeah out in the rural nevada wilderness yeah. hunting for a rabbit yeah. to then get back in your prius and come home and cook it yeah
1: crazy um no ED McDonald's. it has gotta be yeah sadly i'm just gonna literally you know what i'm gonna do well i can't eat their burger because they've got gluten so that's good so i mean i do the but i'm gonna put, <laughs> straight ketosis i'm gonna do lots of tomato lots of onion on yeah i'll just take one of the salads and put it in the middle of it
0: they do have salads or
1: i'll make it a burger salad yeah yeah there you go you know
0: I like the salad component. I don't like that with McDonald's. You know you'll be dead in 15 years.
1: Well, I don't like it that, you know, like, I am very critical of other people's addictions. Mm -hmm. Me, who probably needs to lose 40 pounds, right? But it's easy to be critical of other people's addictions, right? Yeah, because they're
0: not yours. Yeah,
1: (laughs) exactly. So, um, fries? Yeah. People would be saying, like, oh, you you know how she is about fries? Have you ever gone
0: out to dinner with Deb? Yeah, why? It's... Always McDonald's, yeah, and they know yeah. her by name,
1: yeah. Hey and Deb, she eats the fries like it's the first time every yeah. time,
0: yeah, yeah. You would not have any friends, or they yeah. would invite you out after dinner, yeah, for sure. Because you'd be like, I can only go yeah. to McDonald's. Yeah, They'd be like, to What <laughs> is wrong with you? Um, I think it's McDonald's though. It's McDonald's, uh, you just you would sure. die. You would just die. Like you'll die. Like you'll know that you're dying in 15 years. Yeah, but you at least have food. Right. With the having to hunt your own. Thing you could be dead in a year. Ugh, I could
1: be dead tomorrow. True, I mean, something comes Deb's, in...
0: gonna, Deb, Deb's gonna be without food for 24 hours and try to literally wrestle a bear to death.
1: Well, I could go after a squirrel, and I
0: mean, it could like you're gonna trip and fall on a rock and hit your head.
1: <laughs> or, uh, the one I pick is rabid and it bites True. me, and that's it. There's you know?
0: that. Deb, would you rather adopt a British accent every time you're having a serious conversation or laugh every time someone cries?
1: <laughs> that is so good oh my god that is so this, good the list i found is pretty that is pretty so top-notch okay uh
0: so listen here bro um
1: <laughs> so the british accent though i, I mean,
0: need to tell you something really, really yeah, important though yeah. kevin why are you talking like that i just listen to me mate all right yeah. cheers your mum's dead <laughs> Your mom's gone. Yeah, yeah. She died a horrible yeah. death. Why are you talking to me in, <laughs> in that accent? accent? I'm so sorry, love, but your mom's dead. Yeah, She's just, just dead. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, or
0: every time you're at a funeral, You are middle school holding in a monster
1: laugh. So here's one of the problems with me. I think I'm an incredibly compassionate person Uh and can be very kind. And I think in real life, I would tend to be like, you know, actually, I'm pretty good about not being teary if somebody Mm -hmm. else is upset. So I think I'm like that perfect thing. Okay. Okay. I do that perfectly. Yeah. I can't cry. I can't laugh because it's in me. I know it's in me. It lives in me. Yeah. I mean, things going wrong yeah. and me finding the humor in it yeah. lives. It's big in me.
0: Yeah, because that's your coping mechanism,
1: right? And so I can't let that out. I mean, that's like letting a monster
0: out. Hit us with that English accent, Deb. I can't. You do have that either. Deb. You've got know. to do it.
1: Oh my God, let me think. I don't know any, You're cool. so good. Just,
0: just, just act like you're the queen.
1: Act like you're the queen. Queen, act like you're the queen. Uh, So, my little darling... Oh, that's great! Uh, I have some news. Would you like to sit for a moment?
0: Mom, why are you speaking with an English accent? Well, because it's a
1: very, very serious... Well, it's a very serious subject. I feel
0: like it's not serious if you're using a British accent to tell me this. I know, but when I'm serious, that's all we can do. Um, okay, I'm not really going to take what you say seriously, but why don't you hit me with that bad news, Mary Poppins? (laughs) Well,
1: You know that you thought you were going to move out of the house, remember?
0: I don't actually ever remember that. It's never happening. Oh, that's not as bad (laughs) of news as I I assumed it was going to be.
1: The the English accent, if it just came naturally, it'd be lovely.
0: Sorry, mate, we ran over your dog.
1: Yeah, is that kind of, that's a little Australian.
0: Australian? Yeah. Sorry, sorry, bloke. Sorry, bloke, mate, Sorry, mate, cheers. Cheers. We ran over your dog. Yeah. All right, Uh, would you rather live forever with an eyelash in your eye or would you rather live forever with spinach in your teeth? (laughs) Here's the thing about
1: spinach in your teeth. You don't know it's there. That's true. Okay. The ignorance is bliss thing. The ignorance is bliss. Can you imagine Mm. just
0: doing this your entire life? No. For forever?
1: Because here's the thing. We've talked about this before. A paper cut, that little poke, Thing you had that where you cut yourself when we started.
0: Yeah, I'm st- I, by the way, I'm healed for anybody okay, who good. cares.
1: And the eyelash that will, <laughs> those things will kill you. So they I, will literally kill you.
0: Terry, thanks so much for giving me the reins on this, uh, on this meeting. Oh, sorry, I just got this eyelash in my, eye. um,
1: and there's so the no- Q4
0: is down. Q4 is down. Hold on, guys. just Let me, it's almost, I'm, I almost got it. Q4, the numbers were bad. <laughs> They were pretty bad. Uh, Oh my gosh, this is so bad. You would never get anything done. You would
1: never get anything done. You know why you wouldn't live forever? Women couldn't wear makeup.
0: You'd kill yourself. You'd
1: kill yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Women couldn't wear makeup. You would rub the inside of your eyeball raw, trying to get it out, right? And then you'd be
0: doing things, but you've already been told it's forever. And it's kind of the same with the spinach as it is the McDonald's. Everybody would just look at you and be like, Deb eats spinach salads a lot. A and lot. have you noticed that yeah. even when we don't eat spinach, mm-hmm. she has spinach in yeah. her mouth? Yeah. Like yeah. I've been at her house when she clearly had just brushed yeah. her teeth and, and it looks had. like a garden in yeah, there.
1: Yeah, it does. And so people would just say and they'd say Hey, <laughs> hey you have something in your teeth. and You go, "I know."
0: Yeah, I know. Uh, I trust know. me. I know. <laughs> you want a toothpick doesn't not gonna matter i promise you just gonna move it around it ain't coming out yeah it it is in there there forever but then that's kind of funny because then you're known as the spinach person
1: yeah the girl with and they go why does she smile with her mouth closed all the time like oh no we know there's spinach in there yeah there's a reason yeah
0: i think that's i think that's the choice is spinach because you literally couldn't conduct life with an eyelash in your eye eyelash
1: in the eye is bad
0: bad super bad um Would you rather have a head the size of a tennis ball or would you rather have a head the size of a watermelon? (laughs) I'm trying to think of how you put on a t shirt at an angle. It's like one of those metal uh, carnival games where you can't let the metal touch and the metal's like spinning. Because
1: your head is so big? Yeah, like you
0: have to like put it it in sideways. You
1: have to go like this and then just
0: reef it. No, you'll rip it. it Think of how wide a. Water, I'm going sideways. Like, I'm not thinking that it's straight up and down like a cone uh, head, but like you have to go sideways. That's a big head. That's a huge head. Mm-hmm. Or you can be like the uh, witch doctor in Beetlejuice where you're Which just sitting exactly there with a the small head. Thought. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um,
0: and then people could call me like small head Kev.
1: Small head Kev. Yeah. That, oh,
0: Nobody wants to be watermelon head, Kev.
1: But I mean, if you go sideways, think how big your smile is.
0: Oh yeah. People think will know how how if you're big happy. Your nose is yeah. how far apart your eyes yeah. are. Have you seen watermelon Deb lately? <laughs> no, I think she killed herself. <laughs> That's bad. Um,
1: I think you got to go with small head Kev. Yeah. Small,
0: here's the here's the thing. Neither one of these those are bad are Looks getting married. Terrible. Nobody's w- marrying small head Kev or yeah, watermelon for Kev. Sure. Nobody.
1: Well, there is somebody for they might marry each other.
0: But you might marry a cantaloupe Kate, but you're not yeah. marrying <laughs> anybody else who's who's not fruit adjacent. I think you have the best shot with small head. Mm-hmm. Than you do with yeah. what, like, because I think your small head can still be somewhat proportional to the size. The watermelon head just throws everything out of perspective. Yeah. Nobody can the, appreciate it. Those you.
1: stripes are bad too.
0: You don't, no, mean, no. Like, no, imagine I'm that talking. it's still it's flesh tone. Yeah. No, it's
1: huge. Yeah. It's, it's bad. huge. It's bad. it's bad. It's sitting on your shoulders. And almost.
0: your neck has to be like ne- three times the size of a normal neck.
1: Your neck has to be made of steel
0: yeah. to support that head. You, you know what you have to do? What? You have to just become a bodybuilder. If you are watermelon yeah, head
1: if you water I think that's that you're exactly right. I think if you're watermelon head, you have just got to go
0: for it. Yeah. And
1: not lean bodybuilding. No, I mean, I like, mean like jacked okey. steroids. Yeah. Yep.
0: You clearly are injecting a foreign substance Which into your body.
1: Probably it's going to make you die prematurely. I'm not going to lie.
0: I'm not going to lie though. Yeah. Being a roided up watermelon head sounds pretty cool as opposed to a little beta <laughs> tennis ball head.
1: Yeah, I know but the tennis ball head he's fine. He's healthy. He's okay. Nothing bad's going on for him. Hmm. He's not getting married, for sure. For
0: sure not getting married. Yeah. He's going to have some friends who feel bad for him. Yeah. But he, he probably, knows that. He probably has to eat all day
1: long to maintain his calorie.
0: Because yeah. of his little baby head? Because
1: it got a little baby head, a little tiny mouth, a
0: little baby throat. No baby head, Kev. You know what else is a baby? All right, that was Would You Rather. Deborah. Yes, as we darling. wind this podcast down, what do you find yourself being thankful for this week? Well, it's been really nice weather. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my world,
1: my COVID world. Now periodically I get on a plane, but I feel like my COVID world is opening up a little bit Yeah, because we don't entertain much. But this week we've got some friends coming in yep. from out of town and a lot of work has gone in a lot of prep, Super excited, super excited they're all coming, super excited that everybody gets to be together. So I am in advance grateful for their arrival, but I'm not going to lie. They could be my grateful next week, too.
0: Some would say that we've put in so much work that Deb gave me too much work last minute that left me upset. Some could say that actually Deb made a mistake
1: on her grateful and that Deb's big grateful. There you go. Was that Kevin, because she waited to the last minute, yep. it was only because she was so creative that she wanted to get it all done right, but she infringed on Kevin's time yeah. and had to beg for some help. He rescued her like a knight in shining armor, did the best work known to man and she is unbelievably grateful for that.
0: Yeah, that sounds better.
1: And um, she's grateful the people are coming, but not as grateful. Clearly. Not as
0: grateful. A little more grateful for yeah. them than she is for her son who bailed her out. But hey, I'm happy I just made the thankfuls. Yeah. Uh, I am thankful that I got to go to another housewarming party for another great couple with another beautiful home where I was able to spend time with friends. So much fun. You,
1: your friends are like moving up in the world.
0: I know. I, I I sit here and I complain about you know not being able to afford a house, even though I could, but saying that nobody yeah. in, in theory can afford to buy a house. And I'm just like surrounded by people who are wheeling and dealing and moving on up in the world. Doing and it's great, great to see. And so it was fun. We ate good food. We played games. Some of them brought their kids. I played with the kids because sometimes Somebody like me just needs a break from the adults. And so what do you do? You go hang out with a three-year-old. And what do you do with the three-year-old? You build a tower of blocks.
1: I might have seen on Instagram a random child staring at you while you were building blocks.
0: And I looked at him and I said, hey, I just built this tower of blocks. Why don't you take that bulldozer, knock it down?
1: Was he excited? Uh, Yeah. You are the best guy in the world now, right? I
0: believe I received a text message after that said, The kid's name. Yeah. In quotes, I had so much fun building towers with Kevin.
1: Aww. So,
0: needless to say- Aren't you good? That is my thankful. Thankful for hanging out with friends, and then thankful for being able to hang out with people who are more like me mentally, like a three-year-old. He
1: looked mesmerized with you. I'm not going to lie.
0: He was indeed. I am a pretty great tower block builder myself. Deb, what's for dinner?
1: So, I- I don't know if we did this before. You know who will be able to tell us? Who's that? Our friend John in Pennsylvania. Okay, he'll know for sure. But um, I made kind of a it's split pea soup, but it's more of a sli- split pea stewy. It's it's kind of big chunks of it's stuff more and thick and with it's super, a couple C's than thin. Th- then I made some nice croutons because I love homemade croutons on top of soup. Okay, um, so I made some of those. So that was that's what we're gonna have. I mean, we've done this for two years. We haven't repeated much. I just want to say if we repeat it, I'm really sorry, but that's what we're having for dinner.
0: All I know is it's not nachos.
1: It's not nachos. It's
0: definitely not nachos. So, um,
1: and it could have been nachos a lot
0: we need here's what we we have been we have done so many episodes. We need an ombudsman. We need we somebody do. who knows our podcast better than we know it. So, I know that I could just, in theory, go back and scroll through all of the Instagram photos. I won't do that. I don't have time to do that. No, no, no. But somebody can keep us accountable, Yeah. even though we're going to do it. But let us know, you've done split pea soup before. You've now done it twice. If you do it a third time... You're in trouble. You don't get my listenership anymore. Yeah,
1: I think there can be, as long as we put a little different spin on it, I think we can do the same thing. I did buy at Costco recently that I am excited to try, it's a linguini, no, fettuccine. No, I think it's linguine. It's linguine? Yeah. Made out of cauliflower. And oh. it looks like beautiful,
0: fresh, homemade pasta. So I'm super excited to do something with I that. I don't think we've ever teased a future what's for dinner, but everybody rest assured that in the coming weeks, you will see cauliflower linguini on our podcast. I week. love that. Anything else? I think I'm good. So that's going to do it for this Monday episode of the Deb and Kev podcast. Remember to like, rate, and review wherever you listen to this podcast. And if you feel like it, if you want to hold us accountable, follow us on all of our social platforms at Deb and Kev pod. And you can watch this episode at our YouTube channel at Deb and Kev pod. Mom. I love you so much.
1: I love you, and that song is playing in
0: my head forever. Honestly, it's been in my head for the last 20 minutes. We'll see you guys on Thursday.
1: Thank you for listening to the Deb and Kev Podcast. Remember to like and subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. Follow Deb and Kev on Facebook and on Instagram and Twitter at Deb and Kev Pod.